"'He will be here before long now,' said Van Helsing, who had been consulting his pocket-book. "'Nota bene, in Madame's telegram he went south from Carfax. "'That means he went to cross the river, and he could only do so at slack of tide, "'which should be something before one o'clock. "'That he went south has a meaning for us. "'He is as yet only suspicious, and he went from Carfax first to the place where he would suspect interference least.' You must have been at Bermondsey only a short time before him. That he is not here already shows that he went to Mile End next. This took him some time, for he would then have to be carried over the river in some way. Believe me, my friends, we shall not have long to wait now. We should have ready some plan of attack, so that we may throw away no chance. Hush, there is no time now. Have all your arms. Be ready. He held up a warning hand as he spoke, for we all could hear a key softly inserted into the lock of the hall door. I could not but admire, even at such a moment, the way in which a dominant spirit asserts itself. In all our hunting parties and adventures in different parts of the world, Quincy Morris had always been the one to arrange the plan of action, and Arthur and I seemed to be accustomed to obey him implicitly. Now the old habit seemed to be renewed instinctively. With a swift glance round the room, he at once laid out our plan of attack, and without speaking a word, with a gesture, placed each of us in position. Van Helsing, Harker, and I were just behind the door, so that when it opened the professor could guard it whilst we two stepped between the intercover and the door. Godamling behind and Quincy in front stood just out of sight, ready to move in front of the window. We waited in a suspense that made the seconds pass with nightmare slowness. The slow, careful steps came along the hall. The Count was evidently prepared for some surprise. At least he feared it. Suddenly, with a single bound, he leapt into the room winning away past us before any of us could raise a hand to stay him. There was something so panther-like in the movement, something so unhuman, that it seemed to sober us all from the shock of his coming. The first to act was Harker, who, with a quick movement, threw himself before the door leading into the room in front of the house. As the Count saw us, a horrible sort of snarl passed over his face, showing the eye-tooth long and pointed. But the evil smile is quickly passed into a cold stare of lion-like disdain. His expression again changed, as, with a single impulse, we all advanced upon him. It was a pity that we had not some better yet organized plan of attack, for even at the moment I wondered what we were to do. I did not myself know whether our lethal weapons would avail of us anything. 